Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to remind you of the free weight loss resources that I have on my website, www.eva.fit. Be sure to take a minute to head on over there and grab my free EFT for weight loss video or take my weight loss quiz to help you figure out what steps you need to take to kickstart your journey. This puts you on my email list and I'm always sending my list exclusive goodies like meal plans, promo codes, tips, and hacks. Lots of good stuff, so head on over to www.eva.fit. In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing the process of change and why it's so important that you know how to manage your mind and how the mind works so that you can understand how to change your mind in order to change all of the results that you have in your life. Let's start by acknowledging that change is not easy. Evolving into a newer, better version of yourself and creating the results that you want to create in your life takes effort and consciousness and intentionality. It goes against homeostasis and efficiency, which is what the brain tends to default to. And that is why most people do not create what they want in their lives. For many people, the only way that they change is if their environment forces them to. This happens a lot with weight loss. For example, clients will come to me after their doctor tells them that they're pre-diabetic or have some other diagnoses and that they need to start losing weight. And now they feel a lot more compelled to take their health more seriously. And although in an ideal world, we would all be making the best decisions to support our best and highest self, regardless of the circumstances, it's important to think about how evolution works. If you think about how scientifically something evolves, it's because something in the environment forces us to adapt. And that is why we evolve. Until we became human beings with this prefrontal cortex and this ability to think about our own thinking, no species ever took the time to evolve just because they wanted to, right? They're either forced into it or they don't do it. There are many, many humans that don't evolve ever. because it requires so much effort. I'm sure you know some unevolved people. I certainly know plenty of unevolved individuals. But as we're talking about the process of change, there are two reasons why someone would change. They're either forced to by a circumstance or they have a desire to. The way that I coach my clients follows this framework that our circumstances cause our thoughts, our thoughts cause our feelings, Our feelings cause our actions, which ultimately lead to our results. So let's look at an example using weight as a circumstance. So let's say you weigh 150 pounds and you want to weigh 135 pounds. In order to make a change here, to change your weight, to change your circumstance, you're going to have to do things to get you the result that you want. When you have a circumstance that doesn't match your results, you have to consciously make different choices in how you think, feel, and act to get the result to match your circumstance. When the result matches the circumstance, you have homeostasis. 
Currently, you're dealing with efficient patterns that, as far as your mind and body are concerned, would just like to continue to stay in that homeostatic place. But there's something else urging you forward, urging you to evolve, urging you to change. That is what evolvement is all about. It's that unspoken energy that's pushing you to become something better. But as soon as you bump up with change, you notice all of a sudden, this is not efficient anymore. It's very unfamiliar. It's very uncomfortable. It's difficult. What you want and what you have is now creating some tension in your life. And it's not efficient. So now you have to change what you're thinking and feeling and doing in order to create a different result. It takes effort and that's challenging because it's not automatic. You have this neural pathway in your brain that's like a superhighway, right? And that was creating this consistency for you. And now you're going to have to create a brand new one. The only way to create a new neural pathway is to practice it, rehearse it, and try it out. In the beginning, you're going to have this new thought. I want to weigh 135 pounds. But you might not even believe it's possible to weigh 135 pounds. The feeling is not going to match. You're going to have this thought and then you're going to have this feeling that doesn't match it. So there's going to be doubt and frustration. And then you're in this in-between space. There's this gap between where you are and where you want to be. It's in this gap that we have to be willing to experience any emotion and be uncomfortable and practice our new skill. It's called the river of misery. If we want a new thought model to be as effortless as our old thought model, we have to create this neural pathway that just keeps firing and firing and firing until we memorize that new neural pathway, until it's ingrained in our brain. We have to use our conscious attention and our conscious awareness. We have to pay attention. It's tedious. It's uncomfortable. We're in this cognitive dissonance place. And then there's this point where we have this new thought that we want to believe in order to create this new result. And if we practice it enough and if we memorize how we want to think and how we want to feel, there will come a point at this in-between phase where our feeling will start resonating with our new thought. And when that happens, when we know that we've practiced our thought enough to the point where we actually believe it, then this starts to become unconscious again. And then we don't have to think about it and it doesn't take so much effort. That's when the action starts to follow suit and we start taking the action that we need to take in order to get this new result that we want. We have to prune that neural pathway from our brain. The way that I like to think about it is you go into a garden, right? And you pull out all the weeds, all of those things that are creating this one result that you currently have. Those are the weeds. If we stop firing those neurons and we stop thinking in this way, then that will stop creating that result. So you're pulling all the weeds in order to get to a place where you're believing the new thoughts and you're feeling the feelings and you're taking the new actions to get you to that new result that you want. So one of the thoughts that may be keeping you at 150 pounds is maybe you're thinking, well, it doesn't really matter how much I weigh or it's fine. It's not a big deal. I'll start on Monday. I'll start next month. It won't hurt if I have this dessert today. Those are all thoughts that you may be currently having that are causing you to overeat, that are keeping you away from your goal weights. Those are the thoughts that you need to stop thinking, that you need to change. 
Those are also called thought errors, which I always talk about on this podcast as well. They're thoughts that you think are true, but they're not, and they're not serving you. So once you have this awareness, once you realize that you are in this river of misery, because it's uncomfortable, no one said it was going to be fun all the time, right? Once you're there, then you need to decide, okay, what do I want to weigh? And what do I need to eat in order to weigh that? What does my protocol need to be? What do I need to feel in order to honor that food protocol? What do I need to think? When you start practicing this new thing and you start getting that result, then your new circumstance will become 135 pounds. What was once an automatic model that was creating homeostasis at that other weight will now be an automatic model that's sustainable and effortless that maintains you at your goal weights. In this example, 135 pounds. What happened in between 150 and 135 was a lot of work, a lot of challenge. It was the river of misery because it's not comfortable and it's not fun. But now it's effortless. Now, what makes something effortless? What makes something sustainable? Most people think if you get an action that's easy to do, then it's sustainable. If you get an action that isn't challenging, then it's sustainable. But the truth is, what makes something sustainable and easy to do is decide to do it, memorize it, and practice it. Get so good at it that it becomes one of those 95% of the things that you do on a daily basis that you don't even have to think about because it's on autopilot now. Now, this isn't wishful thinking, though, right? That's why I want to emphasize it's called the river of misery because it's not comfortable and you will probably be miserable along the way and you'll have your good moments and your bad moments. That's why it's really important to have a coach or someone to support you and hold you accountable. But once you get to the other side, it is effortless. It is sustainable. You are now on autopilot and everything starts to flow at that point. This is what the process of change is. The process of change is to find out what's automatic, what's already a habit, what's unconscious that you want to change. You ask yourself, where am I and where do I want to go? And then you look at that gap in between and you decide what you need to change in order to create a different result. What do you need to change in order to create change, right? Think about learning something new. Like, let's take an example of learning how to ride a unicycle, because that's kind of unique. So there's this kid who was learning to ride a unicycle, and he was so committed to learning that he dedicated 12 hours of constant misery, constant failing, constant falling over, falling over, falling over, right? For 12 hours until it finally clicked and he learned how to ride it. And so now it's second nature. Most of us are unwilling to stay in that river of misery for 12 hours. Most of us aren't willing to reprogram our brains, literally to create a new result in our life. You got to remember that our thought feeling pattern is what's always going to create the results. Our brain wants to keep this efficient and easy and unconscious. The process of change is discovering it, then changing it, allowing it to be awkward and painful until it becomes effortless. 
That is the process of change. It's discovering, creating, and then closing the gap. One really important thing that I want to offer is that once you understand this skill, once you understand the way to change the way you think and feel about something, then you can apply it to everything, not just your weight. And you will know when your result is inevitable, when the thought matches the feeling. The thought will be, I weigh 135 pounds. And the feeling will be confidence. When you first start, there may be lots of doubts. And you have to keep practicing it. And you have to keep believing it until it becomes true. And when you feel confident that it's true, when you've visualized your future, when you've practiced it, and when you've taken massive action towards it, you will start to develop that emotion and that connection. And that's when it'll snap into place. That's when this action will become effortless. Your actions of eating on protocol, exercising regularly, staying on track will all become effortless. You won't have to think about it. That's when it's sustainable. But that middle piece, that river that you need to swim across, that's the hard part. And that's why coaching is so valuable because a coach will get you to the other side of the river of misery when you're tempted to swim back to the comfort and the homeostasis. If you don't get to this space where you're thinking new thoughts and believing new things and feeling different emotions, you won't be able to stay on your protocol or your plan for very long because it will be so awkward and so dissonant to you that you will want to go back to where you can have the homeostasis. And then you've quit on yourself again. This is where most people fall off the wagon. It's this part right here. So what I want to encourage you is to learn how to push through until your new way of thinking, feeling, and acting is so automatic that you won't be able to remember what you did before. You won't even be able to remember the thought, feeling, action pattern that was so unconscious before. It'll be totally foreign to you. Just like not working out feels really weird to me now, whereas a few years ago, I would dread it. It may feel foreign to you to weigh less, to eat differently, to drink water, to work out, but you have to be willing to stick with that new thought patterning long enough to build a new neural pathway. That is the only way to create change. So what is it that you want? When your emotion matches it perfectly and the belief is there, then you will be taking the actions needed to create your new results. And then it will become automatic. When it's all aligned, it snaps right into place. As long as you stay focused on your new thoughts, feelings, and actions, your results will be inevitable. I believe in you. That's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.